0: Audio General.
1: Child Records, I'm your host Jay Stoyan, and you're watching us from the hammer. We're at Hamilton. We're at Merck Snack Bar. We're here with fabulous musician Michael Theodore. We're gonna learn all about his illustrious career when we come back. So stay tuned. You're watching Wild Child Records on the Disability Channel. I'm Jay Stoyan. Hi, this is Dave Stevens with
2: the Disability Channel.
0: My seven-year war it's not an illusion, so why the exclusion?
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's about more you. More so. you, so. say you're a disability
2: dynamo. You're me, show, and uh, welcome to
0: this beautiful Travelers Championship.
2: I only want one accolade angel. from you. So
0: my story so is go. Just but it's not anything that you guys don't have inside of you. I'm not a hero. I'm not anybody special. I'm just
2: this
1: guy without legs and out, and I just did
0: it.
1: Stats our the Democrats, the diplomats, and the bureaucrats. This is probably your first interview down on the ground on your butt and stuff like that. First time ever, baby. All right.
0: Stay with
2: us and the Disability Channel.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Lindros. You're watching the Disability Channel, showcasing abilities.
0: I'm the host of Veterans Onward to Prosperity TV show. And I'm here to tell you that the drone ball drop, October 12th, is a great opportunity for you to contribute to the lives of veterans and disabled people to have a lifetime career in the media that they will love. The Disability Channel has a great education program, and you get to contribute and have some fun with the drum ball drop October 12th. So, please do your part so that others can have a life that they will love and a lifetime career in the media industry.
1: Welcome back to the show. As you see, we're at Merck Snack Bar. Now, this is a wonderful snack bar. I want to thank the owners for inviting us. I want to thank Michael for linking us up. This is great. We're out in Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Hamilton to me growing up is like where I grew up in Scarborough. Great people, hard workers, black and white. You know what you're gonna get with the people from Hamilton. So this is great. Again, Michael, thank you for being on the show today. My pleasure, Jay. It's good to be here at my local welcome. Well, this is great because yeah, this is your local. It is my local. So I'm in your backyard. So before we get into your career, tell us about the bar, tell us about your area, tell us about the community. This bar is owned by a super guy named Mark Baker, and uh, it was
2: actually one of the first places it was situated next door. and had a different name. Mark was cooking there, and uh, my wife and I, when we were looking for a place to buy, we came in here, we had a couple of drinks, and uh, we just checked out the vibe, and we listened to what the people were saying in this community, and um, we ended up buying two streets from here.
1: Well, I was going to say you're a real good gauge of that because you have been, you know, socializing and interacting with the public, the community, being a position for for decades, for years. So when you say the vibe is great, you, you got to believe it. And you could see it
2: happening. And and over the time that we've been here, especially with the lockdown and stuff, one of the nicest things that happened here is people who were unemployed, other companies hired their staff to come and work there so they can compensate help with the money and, and help people out so you really got that community feel going on
1: that's awesome. great and again we are live so we are at Merck's Snack bar so it is open so there is people in here drinking and having fun and eating food check out the food great food here we're one of them there you go cheers We're two of them cheers <laughs> so again you're, you're watching wild child records and we're going to be sh- uh, showcasing part of these segments on bell 5 tv and your tv coaching so i really want to thank our platform associates and partners bell in call the people in the States. But let's get to Michael. So Michael, take us all the way back, and what we'll do is we'll sort of do a past, present, future, I'll jump in, play a little music in between. Right on. Um, so, now I know you grew up in Montreal. I did. So uh, tell us a little bit about the different vibes of Montreal and Toronto, or Ontario
2: well. you know, I moved to uh, Toronto in 1985. Okay. Uh, my wife at the time, uh, we came here to actually pursue an acting career. And um, one of the things I noticed right off the bat was, you know, in Montreal, there's a saying we have in Montreal, people work to live and in Toronto, people live to work. And that's one of the things I noticed is that the work mentality in Toronto, everything was about money and dollars and cents and uh, not as much about personal happiness or growth in terms of oneself. And uh, that's something that I miss from Montreal. I was going to say, how did that affect you? Um, well, I didn't pursue the acting career, that's for go. sure. Okay. Uh, I started to go to my first love, which was always music from the time I was two years old. Um, and I picked up the guitar a little more. I was in bands in Montreal, but never really doing too much. Okay. Um, so once I was here doing that, uh, I started writing some songs and you know, trying to shop them around and do whatever, play the coffee houses in Toronto. Um, I lived in the beaches for, for a long time uh, near Queen Street down there, and, and that kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, the college town in Santa adeleview Bellevue, where oh. I went to John Abbott College. Um, and was, uh, On the island of Montreal, but just in the West End. And uh, the beaches kind of remind me of that. So, okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, in Toronto. So I enjoyed the community feel that was there. Uh, it's all about community, isn't it? I, mean, I that's, love that's Montreal. That's what I like about here. That's what I liked about the beaches. And Montreal, I had the same thing as a kid, you know, that community feel.
1: I think Montreal's a great, a, a great city, great people, great history. Yeah. Too bad about the Canadians, but they're, ooh. ooh, yeah, ooh I but, you know... I'm used to it as a Leaf fan. I'm I'm used to it. I've seen it before. So it's hard uh, being a Leaf fan. We can use a couple of those guys. We can use a couple. I'm not a Leafs fan. No. Oh Oh, no. Okay. 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 There you go. So let's move it ahead. And I I know you're like a triple threat. Like you play multiple instruments. You're you're a writer. Uh, You do a, a Tom Jones cover, which we're getting to a little bit. Tell us the inspiration behind it all where did it start and then we can just jump forward well uh, interestingly i'm going to start with the tom jones piece okay. because uh that's kind
2: of how it all started with me i was the youngest of four kids uh and um when i was two years old uh, uh my siblings would be at school and i was at home with my mom and she was a tom jones fan and uh, she'd play the records you know and i'd have the records there so before i could even read um, my mom would say, uh, Mikey, can you go find uh, play uh, It's Not Unusual, and I would go through the records, I knew which record what? it was on, I knew name? where to put the needle, whatever song, Green Green, Grass A Home, Delilah, it didn't matter, I knew where the song was, I would put the needle down, and I was just uh, uh, in love with Tom Jones. He, he, now, would you sing it? Like, would you sing So, my father, who yeah. was a nightclub owner. Had a little tuxedo made for me, Wow. and uh, red lining. I got the purple here. <laughs> I had the red lining, a little tuxedo, and I would go off into his nightclubs or anywhere, and I would grab a spoon or whatever, and I would do the Tom Jones stuff. So uh, it's in the family. It was something I loved uh, doing, and uh, and you know, jump ahead. Yeah. You know, w- when I turned 50, here I was with the good fortune of knowing so many awesome musicians. Um, I had this cockamamie idea to say, hey, man, let's bring the Tom Jones show back." Really? So I turned around and put that show together. The musicians loved it. How
1: serendipity is that? Uh, eh? It was awesome. Like, so was how, full circle. how long would the span be when you uh, well, like I, thirty I, years?
2: I, uh, oh, more than that. Probably, probably forty-five years. I mean, I, I did Tom Jones as a kid from the time I was maybe two to five years old. Okay. And uh, and then obviously didn't do it. And and you know, you do wow. you do what little kids do. I played hockey. I did whatever else. And uh, then got into the music, did the music scene. I never thought once about doing. Do you remember the how that came again.
1: back to you? Like, how did that
2: come back to you? Well, I think it was just the fact that it, you know I probably Tom Jones got cool again. Yeah. You know, and so it kind of you started to Carlton, see more. Carlton, right? Carlton. <laughs> Carlton. I mean, he brought back Tom Jones. Well, he did bring back that dance. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he? So you know, the thing is, Tom Jones's career—he's always had this great voice, and uh, mm. you know, when when he started to kind of become cool again. There were more clips being shown, and there was things YouTube was bringing it back. So I was able to start appreciating, first of all, the guy's voice and how amazing it was, uh, and realizing that I could pull it off.
1: And he was also one of the original studs. Wasn't uh, he, Tom? he
2: was an original stud. He was an original. mom was was a poster
1: boy, for sure. and he's on the stage. Uh, Well, he hated that. Yeah, he did. He did not like that. But it was pretty wild. He was so, and he was so talented. And I, I, I don't know much about Tom. I'm sure you know a whole lot, everything about Tom. But I know he was his own man, too, was he not? He didn't really like to go along if he didn't agree a little bit. Uh,
2: he had a little bit of that. But, you know, at the same time, he also felt very fortunate to come from the poverty that he came from and to have the life that he had. So... Um, he he never uh, he never did anything that would uh, um, uh, jeopardize his jeopardize career. Is he, he Welsh or Wales or something? He was Welsh. Welsh right right? from a small town, a to mining town in, in Wales. Uh, and so it's funny you talk about the panties. You know, when he was uh, when he was young, he was singing in men's clubs. Women women weren't allowed in the clubs, so he'd be singing in these men's clubs. And he said, you know. He said, I was used to people throwing all kinds of stuff, you know, he was 16, 17 years old, and he said the men in there would get drunk, fights would happen, chairs would be thrown, whatever else. He said he could deal with any of that stuff, but when women started throwing panties
1: at him, he said, I had no idea what really? to do about that. And I think, now I might be mistaken, but I know there was a supermodel back in the 70s that was also from... From Wales or Welsh. I think it was Raquel Welch. I think it was Raquel Welch. I think they had something going on back in the day. Well
2: they certainly may have. Yeah, I, I, think I think that so.
1: Tom had something going on well, with Raquel, a few I mean, guys. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't pick a better good-looking guy than Tom Jones and a better-looking girl than Raquel Welch. They, right? uh, I'm
2: sure that they had some good times.
1: Speaking of Tom Jones, I'm going to take a quick break and when we come back I'm going to put Michael on the spot and get him to play a little bit of Tom for right. How's that? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay, stay tuned. What well, we have, we have right now in the studio, well actually a merch snack, out in Hamilton, we're here with a musician, Michael Theodore. Uh, you're watching the Disability Channel Wild Child Records. We'll be right back.
0: All about inclusion and really giving everyone a fair say. Welcome to the Today Show, this is our flagship show, I am Unstoppable Tracy. I am Zach Damon. It is a pleasure to be here, I am excited, what is up? We have
1: a great show today. Jay Stoyan here for the Disability Channel, the world's only inclusive channel for and by persons with disabilities. Get ready to be inspired everyone. We have people watching from all over the world, but also all over Ontario.
0: We also take a concerted attention in the veterans community in moments of stress and trauma we can get a hold of ourselves to help make a difference for people with disabilities to show people how to love themselves or their disability i appreciate it i appreciate you guys having me giving this platform for myself and other people with disabilities thank you so much folks for joining us for this episode of the disability channel of detroit please tune in next time
1: their abilities
0: all the best hello i am unstoppable tracy in toronto host of the today show toronto on bell five wonderful to meet you all look forward to tuning in with you
1: Welcome back to Wild Child Records. We're out here in Hamilton at uh, Merck Snack Bar. There you go, Merck Snack Bar. We're here with musician Michael Theater. We're just talking a little bit about Tom Jones, and he's gonna give us a special little treat. He's gonna play a little bit of his Tom Jones uh, stage.
2: Uh, this is uh, this was Tom Jones's second uh, number one hit. Uh, this was released, I want to say, about 1966. Uh, maybe 65 it's not unusual actually being the first one uh, and what I love about this is it's just a, it's a simple country song uh, but a beautiful song and I know you know there's a great ballad and it's just a country song the old hometown looks the same as I step down from the train and there to meet me is my mama There are rosemary, hair golden lips like cherries, it's good to touch green, green grass of home. There we go,
1: the green, green grass What a classic wow. song. It is. A it's a beauty. Now, does he, he do any other country songs besides that? You or? know, when you break them down, a lot of songs
2: are country yeah. songs, you Yeah, know, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's an interesting thing. I mean, there was a Lonnie Donegan's song that, that he uh, used to do, um, I'll Never Fall in Love Again. Oh, yeah. And you break that down, that's a country song, right? I mean, a lot of songs come from the uh, blues or country genre, and uh, certainly those ones count.
1: So I know there's, like, you have so much great stuff on your website. Let's talk a little bit about your inspirational for writing, because I know you're a fantastic writer. And, you know, not, not a lot, I mean, not a lot of people can write well. They write, but they don't write well, right? So tell us a little bit of your inspiration, your aspirations. Where do you get your ideas from?
2: Um, you know, my my inspiration comes from uh, guys like Bruce Springsteen, early Bruce Springsteen, uh, certainly the Beatles. Um, when I think about writing a song, I try to write something that is going to um, appeal to people. Okay. Um, but also, I, I guess I try to um, I try to come from the heart. I try to be honest and. Uh, just hope that some of that resonates with with people out there who are listening to the song. I think if you're honest, people buy into that and respect that, and that's to me that's what makes a good writer.
1: Do you find that you insert aspects of your daily life into your song? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Or an sometimes incident? An incident, ideas.
2: You know, um, my second CD, uh, Leaving Familiar, was. Um, Uh, a a title that came from my my first wife actually when we were when we were going through our separation and divorce and i went into the house we were meeting to talk about how we were going to divide things you know have that that conversation and uh on the bulletin board she had written these words leaving familiar mm-hmm. and uh it just they struck me they were beautiful words so i asked her i said do you mind if i write a song about that or use that concept and so she was absolutely she said you go ahead i give her a credit on the cd i thank her for that that's great um, oh that's but i just nice. found that those yeah. words were poetic you know leaving familiar we all go through that And that's kind of what I mean. You know, that's a personal thing for me. It comes from uh, a personal situation. The song isn't about my relationship with her. It's just about life. And we all experience changes in our lives and we all experience leaving familiar and having different things going on. So uh, that's kind of what I mean. I love that. I think
1: it was was Rolling Stones magazine. Rolling Stones magazine said, two people, two of the most famous uh, musicians in the world can break down a song Into everyday life, but make it magical. And he said, Elton John and Paul McCartney, if you listen to their songs, he goes, Take Rocket Man. Rocket Man is about going to the moon and blah, blah, But it's like just an everyday life about somebody being an astronaut and missing his family. Right. And Paul McCartney, like, if you, who's that knocking on the door? Like, Auntie Jin, it's probably his aunt. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's just so, just break it down. Yeah. And the songs can be beautiful instead of getting all. Thoughts in your head, so that's wonderful. Now, you mentioned the Beatles, so I have to ask you: Did you have you have you had a chance to watch Get Back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me. All, all, how many hours was it? Like, <laughs> eight. Uh, eight. Yeah. Was it eight? It was we fun. watched it. How many times? I don't know. Now tell me your, tell me your, uh, what you, what you thought. I mean, obviously it was remarkable.
2: Well, here, here's what's interesting. I mean, they're, uh, at this stage of the game for anyone who's a Beatle fan and, and jazz, jazz guys, I know blues guys, I know there's not too many people out there that don't appreciate yep. whether you're a fan or not, that don't appreciate what the Beatles accomplished in the songs that they had. And then to think that they were only together for six years, uh, you know. you know, that's pretty unbelievable. Um, so I knew a lot about. I, I I saw the Let It Be movie, yeah, uh, and I've watched it a few times. I actually watched it with my kids when they were young. Nice. I forced it upon them and said, "You've got to watch this." Nice. So uh, there was a lot that I read about and kind of knew, but I watched that, and there were still pieces of it. You know, the role that Billy Preston played. Yeah, I huge. Knowing, I never realized, uh, you know, where he was at with his career at that point, and to sit in uh, and bring to the table what he brought with those guys because he was pretty laid back. Yeah. And the other piece was 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 looking at Ringo Ringo um, related to those guys, you know, and, and uh, the role he had, he didn't say much. He, he was on the side of
1: Steam, right? He is, they needed that,
2: Yeah. right? They needed that. If they had a Keith Moon in there, oh, uh, it I mean, would, would have been uh, oh, him, and Paul, him
1: and
0: Paul would get Paul. Hello everyone, bonjour, bonjour. As Lieutenant Governor of Ontario, I'm delighted to offer my best wishes for success to the many friends and staff of the Disability Channel for your October 12th fundraiser in support of employment programs for persons with disabilities and veterans. Removing barriers wherever they exist, creating accessible spaces and promoting greater equity are all central to this province's efforts to rebuild from the COVID-19 pandemic. So help us to ensure a more inclusive and resilient future, one that works for everybody. Please accept my thanks and encouragement. Keep up your inspiring and dedicated work. Thank you, merci, miigwech. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Today Show. My name is Chris Power, and I'll be taking over for Unstoppable Tracy. For more information, please go to thedisabilitychannel.ca.
1: Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in. You're watching Wild Child Records. This was part one featuring musician Michael Theodore. Stay tuned for part two. I'm Jay Stoyan. We'll see you next time.